These are the horrible things I want to do today. The Sunday Skypers. Burning Beards. Somewhere in the deep, dark undermountain. The last thing you, you did was ascertain, quote unquote, whether or not there was still a spirit in the... In- That's right, yes. And I, I defiled the gold chalice. I'm sure it'll show up, like, annoyingly uh, in the corner of your eye, perfectly un- <laughs> untouched and untarnished <laughs> at some point. And, of course, I'll be keeping an eye on a certain scully now. I can't imagine why. Why? I mean- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, is there anything in that case you would like to amend with your beliefs? Oh, actually, I do. Ulfkel. Well, in my head, I think I've gotten revenge, but... Well, maybe it's less about that now and more about keeping eye out or, or like... Um, yeah. You're not convinced the spirit is gone or, or... Yeah, he's not convinced the spirit is gone, but he's also worried about what the other brewery is going to be like if this one is like this. I, I'd say write a belief about your suspicions about Scully and one about whatever you feel about the breweries now. I will reopen the breweries in Scoria Deep after a thorough exorcism. <laughs> You're slowly becoming a cleric of beer. <laughs> well, yeah. I think that's what a nogger is, right? That's what a nogger is. <laughs> I think Flint has fairly straightforward stuff, like getting through the door. Yeah, yeah. And you have a belief about Fandral's ghost problem, which may or may not be solved. Well, just to quickly refresh my memory, did we have an off-camera scene where I talked to this strange outsider dwarf about ghosts, or has that not happened yet? An off-camera scene. Uh, I'm not sure what you're referring to, so... Because I I know my character's intent is to talk to the outsider dwarf about ghosts. Not necessarily... Well, just ghosts in general. And and about my (laughs) experiences with them, and in... The interest of, of course, helping Thandral with his ghost problem. Well, it seems like it's not necessarily resolved then. You can simply say that Thandral's ghost problem includes the uh, vengeful Ethark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, who knows how patient ghosts are? <laughs> You'll see. It's not like they have anywhere to go. <laughs> they have eternity to be patient. Yeah, but you know, if you've already spent an eternity and all of a sudden somebody live shows up that doesn't run away screaming, eh, just saying. Who are you going to call? <laughs> Not Ghostbusters because they don't exist in this universe. Dwarf <laughs> Brewers! <laughs> Dwarf Busters! No. <laughs> Keg Busters. There you go. I know everybody calls him the strange outsider dwarf, but what is his name? Thor? Uh, if you want to say Thor Ear, that's totally cool. He's probably going to say Torear, personally. Uh, he uses the same runes that you do to write with, so uh, there's no real difference. It's, I'm, I'm just chalking it down to dialect. Ah. And he's grown up outside the, the mountain somewhere, right? So It's like Chinese. you got all these different dialects of Chinese, and they all use the same, same writing system. Right, or like uh, yes. old Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> and Old Norse and uh, mainland German and so forth. Or the contemporary English where some of you use extra U's and some of you don't and extra L's and some of you don't. <laughs> so ghost problem and scoria deep and you want to keep the uh, scrounge and dig for any information on the Gotterdam family thing. Oh, sure. These are actually kind of sort of all interrelated. So woo Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Henry. All right. Oh, oh and uh, Fandral has a finding a way into Scoria. That's, that's the only one I see that is has a direct like action, uh, which seems to be the most germane, I suppose, right now. Well, I mean, if Ulfkel has had a change of heart about breweries or is con- considering changing his heart about breweries, then maybe there needs to be uh, like a little talk about no, that. But I, no, no, maybe no, I'll no. let that happen. I'll let Ulfkel drive that. I, I, I actually updated mine. I will reopen the breweries of Scoria Deep after making sure they are not haunted. And I have a new new last one. Keep eye on Scully to make sure he's not possessed. <laughs> I kind of uh, hope he's not possessed either because he's in my care right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the first thing he's going to do is attack me. I should I should uh, put full text in, in my uh, in my beliefs. The rest of the party will reach Scoria Deep in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to do that. Well, I mean, you can keep it like that if you want, and that means that uh, you know, anytime you leap in to prevent danger or or injury, that would uh, like earn you fate and such. And yeah, then you just, can. I, it's, it's, it's amusing to me. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I have some seeds, or one or two anyway, uh, in mind for sort of challenging some of these. So I think if you want to refine them when that happens, that's cool with me. Or if you have a specific idea for how to guard Stonewall secrets or, or surpass him in skill, let me know. So uh, for, first off, I'm going to issue some greed tests. Because Ooh. first of all, an obstacle three greed test is slate for, for failing to take the risk of blackmailing Roar, you decided to make friends with him instead. So not getting your sort of bounty from possibly extorting him, that's going, that's going, to, that's going to gnaw on your greed, um, your, your, your little greed bit of your brain <laughs> or heart. <laughs> and I think an obstacle three is greed is B3. That is a difficult greed test, so I would like you to record that. Eventually, it's going to push greed to higher levels. Mm, but power. <laughs> but, but power. You forswore power and wealth by not extorting Roar. You fool. I did because I'm a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a good dwarf. I really am. <laughs> He's a good person. I'm a good dwarf. I'm a good dwarf. Scratch you behind the ear. I'm a good dwarf. Speaking, speaking of Ulfkel, an obstacle four greed test for stealing Bear's recipe, which you coveted. Oh, do any of you actually roll this one? No. Oh, it's so just it's an award. But it's, a, but it's a routine, though, because my, my greed is, is my greed is five. Is it? Yes. He's professionally greedy. <laughs> Routines still count for greed. Yes, it does. And if any two of these categories fill out then greed advances which is why Fandral has has routinely chosen to do a routine greed test so to avoid advancing greed ah. when he's tapping greed right okay so I'm thinking it's a day a half a day later since all this mm-hmm. craziness with uh, the, the, the brewery and the smash and uh, the investigations and so forth and because I'm thinking you dwarf probably need some time to recover because you had your fight and then you went into tunnels and then you had more fights and then you were, went looking for things and some of you were burned and then you came back and then you went away again and sort of it's been all action all the time. <laughs> So sounds like you have just between me and Slate. So you probably should start with someone like Fandral, who hasn't, you know, who's been, who's got to do with all this crap. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> to Fandral. Don't worry. So uh, Flint, mm-hmm. you're back in that uh, wondrous, uh, opulent 
spectral dwarf hall, right? With the, the dwarves and the elves feasting mystically in the, in the back. And you're on this, the, the days uh, of the, like the ruler's days, of course. And there's that, um, elven envoy in front of you with, uh, the little entourage and the, the angry etharch with his blood and brains bespattered face. His broken head. This might be a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly check. Am I wearing clothes? <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. You're, you're wearing the most splendid clothes you've ever seen or heard of. Because, you know, you're a man. <laughs> or the dwarf, as it were. The prince. The ethar looks at you balefully and he says, I grow impatient, Flint. Where is my crown? Your crown is in safekeeping. And I'm in the process of acquiring an agent to further our goals. If you have the crown, why don't you hand it over? I will not wait forever. As you know, there are politics. I am working on getting the crown to you. Unfortunately, my prince has taken a different course of action. You choose to follow that false spawn of betrayers. Perhaps... Perhaps I was wrong about you, Flint. Perhaps you are just like those betraying maggots that you serve. Perhaps you don't mean to repair the crown to me after all. Is that it? No, I'm not greedy like uh, the dwarves you imagine. It is circumstantial. Have patience. I'm sure you are quite capable of waiting. I waited for a long time, Flint. Mm, and now things are in action. Things are in motion. It's very exciting times. <laughs> you know, uh, do you have some kind of skill you could use to placate uh, <laughs> the spirit? <laughs> yeah, I think I need to uh, get an iron hoop and throw it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work so well last time. Uh, oddly likable. <laughs> <laughs> you do have oddly likable. I'd, I'd totally let you uh, get advantage dice for that. D do you have anything like a persuasion skill or a oh, well, persuasion or intimidation command? Though I don't know if Flint really would be the type to command dead uh, Elven kings. <laughs> I think that would be a doomed failure. <laughs> and I doubt that I can be more intimidating than him either. I guess what to do? core persuasion. And that is a skill you're uh, in the process of opening, is it? If you want to attempt that, it would be will, your will dice, uh, at a double obstacle. You know what? Because sometimes failure is its own reward. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you succeed, you'll succeed in placating him for the time being. If you fail, uh, he will not be happy. Like he's happy right now. <laughs> he will be even less happy. <laughs> we'll see. Now, in the metagame, that seems like the best course of action is to do nothing. And, well, that doesn't sound fun. Of course not. So uh, we will try to placate him because I don't believe command and intimidation is the right action to take. I'm sure he'll listen to reason. Yeah. <laughs> of course he will. He's a vengeful ghost. <laughs> oh, jeez. So why, are you, why are you even trying to placate this guy? Because he, he knows things about my family that have intrigued me, and I want to learn more. So it's in my 
I, I guess, greedy little interest of, uh, relating to my family history. Because, well, not only does he know more, he was there. And, but the catch is he's awful stingy with information, too. So, <laughs> so it's, it's kind of this tug of war. You know, he gives a little bit up. You know, I, I, I help him out a little bit. So we kind of have a history. <laughs> he may have more history than me, but... <laughs> I think the obstacle is something, you know, horrifying, like uh, 12, right? Ah, I don't, think I'm gonna, I don't think I'm going to get that on five dice. Uh, <laughs> should I even Would like to spend any any persona or... Um, oh, yeah, I can see that. Oh, let's spend uh, 12 personas so we can have a 50-50 shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you can only spend three, and you don't have any deeds left, so you can't double your dice. Yeah, well, we... we, we Spent that on him already. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pathetically try to uh, placate him and, and see if we can at least get a good roll so he's only marginally outraged. <laughs> Does that mean he's trying to Yeah, let's throw in one. No, nope. just go with two since I have actually a, a more persona than I've had in quite a while. Uh, but still, only one six. Fade away, sure. I, I can roll like six sixes in a row, right? Uh, <laughs> you might. No. Uh, <laughs> not a good start. One, two, three, four, five out of 12. Not bad for someone who's unskilled at this. <laughs> so record two persona and one fate on Will, since you spent it there. Actually, I think since the base obstacle was six, it actually counts toward, it's a, it's a Will test. It's not an open open something or other skill test this time since it's so difficult and i think your will is four wow okay so record a uh, challenging will test and now since you have so matching wits with spirits not my specialty that does prepare you for for less frightening <laughs> encounters okay so you failed and predictably the ethar looks even more vengeful than previously, or you know, he he takes on somewhat the same uh, aspect that he had when he first appeared and accused Fandral of being a little shit. It's a dream, right? So yes. he's got to burst into flame with anger because <laughs> right now fire is on every dwarf's mind, especially with the why not? Why not? <laughs> So he becomes perfectly sort of immolated with this spectral fire, and he says, You will get me the crown soon, or I will curse you and all your brood for all of time. The fire spreads out from his being to sort of consume all around you. The dwarves begin to catch fire, the elves catch fire, the hall catches fire, and, and uh, yeah, everything is just turned to ash. Wow, okay, I took on a nightmare quality. <laughs> <laughs> and you wake up. <sighs> uh, <laughs> and you wake up to see the surface of dwarf, Thorir, sitting there on a rock next to you, whittling a piece of wood, watching you, as if he knows exactly what's going on. We give him that look like, did he cause that dream? <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Did you uh, sleep well, friend Flint? Uh, the usual, dreamt that I was caught on fire. <laughs> it's a uh, good fortune that uh, you happen to be here. I need to talk to you about ghosts. I see. Well, that is understandable, I suppose. I heard your discussion with the prince, and I have information that I need to share about you. 
given the recent events, this is actually going to be a change of plans for me. I explain uh, our, our previous travels, uh, maybe e- even you know, sketch out in, in the dirt, quick map of the way that we came. I talk about the Ethark uh, and I mention the, the crown that, that he, he is seeking. This vengeful spirit that haunts my dreams, I think, is coming eventually after the prince. And we need to placate him. I think that would be in your best interest as well as mine if we can do that. You make a fair point. Uh, but remind me, how much did Fandral tell this guy about the events? I don't remember, right? Uh, Actually, not much. See, that that's the deal. I think the impression Flint got was that Fandral gave the outsider, Torer, enough information to get rid of him. But Flint is going, wait a minute, we can actually use this. So I'm actually giving Tor right. more information to actually focus him on our dead elf king problem. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Well, he looks... And, uh, I'm sa- and, uh, and, and here's the part that's going, going to doom me to hell and back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If you had this crown, do you think you have enough spine to go back and give it to this vengeful elven spirit and put this curse to rest? You know, I'm half remembering that we had some discussion, Fandral and Flint, about whether we told this guy about the crown or not. And was, yeah, and uh, we... And, uh, <laughs> I was thinking the decision was... No. <laughs> uh, did you have a contest about it, like a test? Well, that's, I think we had, we had, we had a discussion about it that hasn't been a contest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe Flint is going against his prince, but I didn't want to say that. Well, you should. I, 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 it's called Moldbreaker. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I am kind of going against. In my notes here, I, I have a uh, persuasion test from the last one, which was... Oh, 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 so... Th- oh, that... that oh. Which, so, so maybe, I don't know maybe, who else maybe, that would have been with, but... Yeah. Was, was, was that not the one in the Golden Hall where you said, uh, like, we're not going to... Uh, well, there's uh, that one, but I'm talking about from the last our last session. Ah, all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, crap. Uh, maybe this didn't happen. Maybe it's all a dream. Is there a way for you to get what you want without revealing too much? Okay, well, I guess we don't mention the crown. Which, God, just that's just like, might as well send him on a wild goose chase then. Well, okay, if, if you can't mention about the crown, if you've agreed with the prince that, okay, it's not a good idea to mention the crown, is there anything about ghosts you really wanted to talk with um, Torer about? Them? Oh, I know what I can do. We'll, we'll take this from a different angle. Since I'm not going to talk about the crown, I will me- mention the uncanny similarity in appearance between the elf in the hut and this vengeful ghost and suggests that he needs to talk to this surface elf and find out what the connection is. And I think that will help solve the prince's ghost problem. There we go. That'll work. <laughs> well, I I hope. Uh, do, you, do you divulge your dreams or, or any of that? I, I think the prince mentioned that he had a ghost problem, like there was a ghost after him. Well, yeah, I, I think that will help. Uh, I, I will mention that this vengeful spirit is gaining in power and sometimes visits me in my uh, sleep. You may have noticed that um, my rest was not comfortable. So we, we need to 
placate the spirit before it becomes a overwhelming force and disrupts the company. Yeah, he has this deliciously sly look about him. Ah, shit. <laughs> Did I mention that Flint is something of a, 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 a bit na- naive rube? <laughs> I'm young. I, I, I make mistakes, okay? <laughs> you feel there is connection of some kind with this surface L. Are there any other L's? I'm not sure. <laughs> the, the, the guy is a spinning image. I would not be surprised at all if there's a direct line uh, between these two. I, I cannot shake that feeling. Uh, I, I, I'm certain of it. <laughs> I, I, I be, there's Flint. <laughs> there's aggressive Flint. I'm certain. <laughs> all right, all right. I... We'll retrace our steps then and um, pay a visit to this elf and see what he has to um, share. You know, I just realized something. I don't think I have a single coin on me. How does that work? It's all uh, sort of abstracted. If you want to go and buy a beer, most characters are going to be able to have money for that. Uh, If you want to buy something bigger, uh, like Fandral buying uh, wood supplies for for repairs, uh, that would be a resources test. And that is as much money as it is influence, wealth, contacts, everything. So if you want to give him like a coin, I'm not going to stop you. But if you want to make like a significant contribution to speed him on his way, that would be a resources test. I want to give him a uh, handful of coin to help uh, motivate and uh, provision him if needed. Because I I don't know if he gets free reign of the company's supplies. (laughs) I can totally see the quartermaster making him pay. Yes. Yeah, he's not quote unquote officially part of this this uh, expedition, and he's he's one of those weird out mountain dwarves that you shouldn't trust. We'll we'll give him a handful of coin and say, see the quartermaster on the way out. Make sure you're well provisioned. <laughs> well, it's enough to see him fed and and for him to get some drink and so forth for the the trip. Um, he should best have his own mug if he wants to get the ink. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to say yes to that. I'm, I don't think it's interesting to test. You scrape some of that together and, and you give it to him. So uh, is there anything else you'd like to speak to Tori about? Otherwise, he's going to sort of wander off. Uh, I, I think that's perfectly appropriate. And I need to get me a morning beer because, man, that was a weird dream. Before he goes, he says, oh, I almost forgot, Flint. You are close to this dwarf called Bruna, are you not? We work together, sure. Do you know if uh, she is set to marry anyone or if she is attached? It's a bit difficult. Her name has a blemish to it back in the uh, hold. So she is currently working to stand out from her past. I don't think she's got marriage on the brain right now. And this is full well knowing that out of character, she <laughs> made advances. <laughs> so, yes. In character, you know her grandfather has said she's supposed to marry some regular farmer. He will conveniently forget the the regular farmer thing. Right. He's, think that, he's thinking that he's helping Bruna improve her status in life by 
leading a successful, or not leading, but being part of a su- successful expedition, mm-hmm. and has conveniently edited out the whole betrothed to a farmer uh, thing, because <laughs> that, that, that is a, a fate that even uh, Flint wouldn't wish on a scout. <laughs> well, he mulls it over and says, well, that is interesting. Well, it's time for me to go. Good luck with your scouting. <laughs> Thank you. Good luck on your mission. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. I still think he's playing us all. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> oh well. Yes, paranoia. <laughs> beer time. You've got to shake off those flames. <laughs> Speaking of beer. I? Yes. <laughs> So you've been keeping an eye on an eye on Scully. He has been brought in uh, to uh, Stonebones, of course, and, and Slate to be treated. And he's sort of this almost caricature of a mummy in bandages. He's been sort of in and out of consciousness for the the last mm-hmm. half day or so. Noticed anything in particular yet? But so does he talk in his sleep? Not so far. <laughs> oh, as 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 is for still, you know, if we if we untie him, does he want to go for a walk and go someplace else, or has he settled down? No, he's what's the word? Kind of normalized. Okay, <laughs> yeah, he's well, no. he's kind of up and burned and and so forth. Uh, I mean, if you feel like it's necessary, you can still keep him tied down. I, I seem to remember you. Wanting we, him. Does he uh, <laughs> regain consciousness some, at all, or is he still out? He does, he does, but he's weak and confused. Ah, uh, see, but, he's, he, but he's not trying to get up and go and find the chalice or anything like that. No, he's not, like, uh, jetting out of his uh, cart and, and pulling at his yeah. restraints and going, I must have it! Okay, so that makes me even more paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you're there when Foley sort of comes to. And yeah, he's he's lying there groaning uh, on whatever shelf or wagon that's available uh, or bed. His face is all bandaged up, and then there are like tufts of hair poking through the bandages, and, and like, one of his eyes is 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 bandaged over, and it's just this hey. red-rimmed, baleful, glaring left eye sort of peering about. Hey, don't forget, I, don't forget, I'm wearing a bandage on my face too. Yeah. In the shape of a hand is my scar. What, were you slapped? I don't remember that. Yeah, I think Kine was on fire and grabbed me by the face. All right. So I go, so Scully, how you doing? <laughs> I pour him. A, I pour him a draught. I, then I look over Slate and go. And it's, I, I, I look at Slate because I'm trusting Slate more than I am Stonebones right totally now. Big. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I go and I hold you know, point the beer, point the Scully. Kind of shakes his head. He's like, I wouldn't right now. I don't want to swill anyway. You, you, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, he's just flabby coughing. Uh, I, I Ufkill clutching the, his mug now is like, Swill? <laughs> <laughs> you wound me. <laughs> I forgot to say, uh, he has a pretty strong sort of sour ash smell to him. But that may just be the burns um, yeah. and all that. And, this, and all the salves and ointments and unguents and whatever. Oh, used. yeah, he's probably a mess of quote-unquote stink. <laughs> but he has that sour mash smell, though, you're just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he sort of trains his one bloodshot eye on you, and and he sort of wheezes out, "This is all your fault, Dolphkel. I hope 
you're happy with yourself. <laughs> Actually, Elfgold just looks down, looks over at, looks over at Fror, and then he just looks down at the mug. No, not happy at all. No, no, no. Good. God. <laughs> is there anything I, anything I can do? I mean, anything I can do to make it up to you, Scully? Uh, you can leave me alone, you fool. You know what your problem is, old girl? Uh, you think you're some sort of hero? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fighting spiders, dicing with trolls. Uh, you, you couldn't, you couldn't. You couldn't prevail. You couldn't prevail against a, a half-eaten goblet turd. You fool. You, you, you. And he falls into this sort of gibbering uh, uh, <laughs> mess of, of expletives. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it ends with, Well, I hope you're satisfied. <sighs> and I hope the deaths of your burned apprentices are seared into your mind. It's the only thing that'll make you learn. You're a brewer, not a goddamn prince. And so on and, and so forth, right? He's just so, really tearing into you, like. Yeah, when he finally passes out or, or slows down or stops, you know, you know, Ufko's not moving. He's taking it all. He's just like, yeah, he's just more and more oh, oh. depressed. He just he, he puts the, sets the mugs down by, by slate and says, you can have that. Turns around and starts walking away. Oh, oh. Wait, wait, Ufko. <laughs> What? I uh, actually wanted to take a look at something, just, I guess, call it morbid curiosity. That what? ring you brought back. Oh, I uh, gave it to uh, to Flint. Do you know where he is? He's probably getting a morning beer. We have we have body cakes this morning. Do you think you could go get it for me? See what I can do. It's, it's you know, it's, it's his family heirloom. You know, he may be loath to give it up. I just want to borrow it. I'm not going to steal it. Hmm. Let's see what I can do. I have an inkling about something. I just want to make sure I'm wrong. That's all. I lean back so I'm not in direct gaze away from his good eye, and I go <laughs> and I point my fingers at Scully. You know, <laughs> he uh, just nods. <laughs> like, lean- yeah, something about that. <laughs> well, I'll see what I can do. Enjoy the beer. Walks off. As soon as he, I get out of eyesight, I, I kick up a, I kick up the step and run for where they were serving beer and breakfast. Is Flint there? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Flint! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to see you. Slap him in the back where he's got a mouthful of barley cake. <laughs> <laughs> Do you happen to have that ring on you? Which one? The one I gave you. What do you think? Oh, you mean uh, holds up a hand? Probably left. You mean this one? I um, can we borrow it? We? Well, you know that there, there was a there was a ghost in there trying to possess somebody, and Scully survived the fire, and the ghost didn't like yeah family putting at the ring. We want to see if you know there's any reaction. Reaction. We want to show him the ring. You don't have to come along. We want to keep you safe. But we show him the ring. We want to see if he reacts badly to it. What do you expect him to do? Burst into flame? <laughs> I nod my head. <laughs> wait, wait. You're serious. I? Well, everything's dry around where we are right now. So the only thing we'll catch on fire would be him and, and uh, poor Fror. You know, because all the engines and stuff like that. And maybe the beer will catch fire. Let me get my axe. 
Hey, Bay. I okay. Grab myself a mug and a barley cake and let's uh, let's be casual, like you know. So, Chief Executioner of of the uh, Dwarven <laughs> Company is running around with an axe in his hand. Yeah, that's casual. <laughs> yeah, you just keep it handy. Also, there's a hammer in my hand, and then also there's not a hammer in my hand. You cannot practice that. That's not nearly intimidating enough. I had. A really intense dream this morning, and I'm somehow I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that these events are tied together. Well, it was a it was an elf and a, a she elf. I that doesn't make it any less <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> so was yours a she elf? No, but there was fire. It was this, this bluish flame. That's a good question. Is it vivid enough of a dream that you remember it after you wake up? It could have been blue in it, but it was generally or fire. Fire, fire. It, it, it was more of a angry yellow. Did dwarves dream in color? <laughs> <laughs> could be she was a she was a queen because well, your stories of the of that of that elf king. Well, have you actually have you have you actually told stories with the elf king? Because if you haven't, then I say, but well, she may have been a, a noble or something like that. Maybe I, I, I seem to remember. Blurting something out when we came racing back from our first encounter about horrible ghosts and stuff like that. But I also remember editing out the prince vacated. She she basically does not like your family. Finish drowning your barley cake and we'll (laughs) we'll get my axe and we'll have a talking to to see how Mr. Scully is doing. Now, 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 real quickly, Scully is one of the scouts, correct? Well, I thought he was a yeah, I, uh, I thought he was an he, axe bearer. He's, he's both. Like, and he's older than, than the person in charge of him. Yes. Mm. <laughs> he's older than both of you. Yeah. He's not as old as Fandral, but he's still a veteran, quote-unquote, right? I got the impression he was more of a higher-on. Pretty much all of the warband are. The technically, um, I'm sure Fandral has his own most trusted axe bearers, but then the rest of the fighters are essentially Roar's men. And Scully is one of Roar's men. Consider if, if you want to maybe amend beliefs about uh, testing someone with a ring or something, <laughs> if you feel that is necessary. Oh, uh, yeah, I can probably change my from keep an eye on Scully, but to test Scully to see if he's not possessed, see if he's possessed. Yeah. I mean, go. that's just like an action thing to do. So, yeah. Yep, yep, I'll do that. I'll be right back. I think Slate's going to be just standing at the... He, he, do, he doesn't want to the guy to see it prematurely, so he's probably standing in front of him. <laughs> like just just kind of blocking the way. Yeah, nobody's well, in here. Well, no, the thing is, you got, you got, you're going to have Flint walk up with rings on both hands. <laughs> just don't hold them out too wide. I think he's possessed. <laughs> Ooh, Flint? Uh, no, not Flint. Well, I was thinking whether or not we should involve the prince on this. or That would probably be a good idea. We could easily just simply say, you know, this is something important enough that uh, perhaps we should have the prince along. He might have, through his being a prince and all, have some sort of, you know, ability to exercise this demon ghost thing. Don't know how spirits work, do you? <laughs> well, no, not, not the kind you can't drink, no. Maybe he can bail for stare it away. Where is no. the prince, anyway? We're getting to the prince, don't worry, not to worry. So, you know, maybe you just, uh, like, you're, you're checking out folks, and, you know, and then you sort of shine your ring in front of his good eye. I point to the eye that's good. It might be able to even just sniff out the Goddard blood 
my mere presence might be enough. You're there checking one of Prince's uh, troops, you know, make sure he's okay and everything, you know. Yeah, yeah, we do have some scouts on the men. They were rather abused by the goblins. Aye, aye, aye. And you just have to stop sidled by Scully and, you know, and I, you know, point to the ring and it sort of like shines in his face, you know. I'm not going to shove it in his face. He might be, uh, be, be all, all nonchalant. We can work on that. We're kind of chuffy. <laughs> there, there he is, and I, I wave that, and I wave at a slate, and I point at Flint, and I make the, the, the swirling, you know, he's the little bit nuts sign. Now, while Ulfkill is away fetching Flint, Slate, yes. you, are, you are left alone with all of these, uh, you know, wounded or burned dwarves, all of them, all two of them. And the scouts. That yes, were and the scouts. Tortured. And, uh, well, they weren't that badly off. Well, the tortured one, you, you make a good point. That is, he's certainly there. You notice Stonebones standing uh, a little ways from Bruna, watching her, and it, it looks like he's fidgeting and sort of mumbling to himself. I'm going to walk up to him and try and get his attention away from her. All right, well, when you when you come up, you can hear that he's going, oh, um, I, I'm, 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 I'm father, I'm... I'm I didn't mean to. Uh, I, um, I mean to say, your your mother, and he's you know continuing going through various cycling through various horrible introductions. You know the worst kind of of like they would just be disastrous if he if he used them. So how do you get his attention? I just tap his shoulder. Oh, I usually get his oh. attention. Oh, about oh, is, is this something you need help with? Yes, actually, if you could come over here for a minute, I. Forgot how to make this poultice. Yeah, uh, well, I'm sure you'll figure it out. That's not that. No, no, I, I really, really need your help here. Well, it's not a, a good time now, Slate, and I'm. I have important things to do and prepare myself for. Okay, you know when you when you have something you really need to tell someone and they're not getting the hint and you kind of tighten your grip. <laughs> That's what he's doing. He tears loose. He looks at you with this sort of tired but irritated look and and, and goes, you don't presume that you know what... I'm sure you can figure it out yourself. Okay, I have a question. I have a question. For me or for know that I know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he knows. Okay, so I'm going to come very close to his ear and just almost a threat, but not really. It's just kind of telling him the truth. I'm going to say, what do you think will happen if she recognizes you? Irrelevant. It needs to happen. She needs to know. She almost died. What if she dies and doesn't know? She's strong. She's just a girl. She's still just a girl. I can't just let her go in, into Scorian possible death without knowing that her father's been looking after her ever since he was banished. Then let me tell her. It's not the same. She needs to know me. The real me. She finds out... You will be killed, and so will I. Won't be killed. At worst, we'll be sent away. And I know the prince is probably more sensible than that. He's not like Dolom. He's not a fool. <laughs> Altogether, he this, this blank-eyed stare. <laughs> <laughs> not, not about not about the fool part, but about the prince is more sensible than that. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Like, have you seen the prince? Yes, like, have, <laughs> have you, you seen, seen what he's made people do? <laughs> Look, just give it some more time. I'll come up with something. Why? 
Why should I give it more time? We don't have time. We have time. Might all die time. tomorrow of a goblin attack or, or in one of the, I don't know. Okay, look at her. Burns. Sorry, what? Uh, he's, t- he's saying, look at her. Don't go over there, just look at her. Okay, he does. Do you see that? She's not crying. She's not carrying on. She's nursing a broken leg. And that is all it is. She's strong. But that is not the point. She's your blood. It seems like you want him to do something he doesn't want to do, right? Yeah, I'm trying to get him to leave the leave the subject alone. I'm trying to figure out what I roll for that. <laughs> uh, uh, this sounds like you're you're trying to protect his secrets, right? Yeah, I am. There's a number of ways you could do about go about it. For now, it seems like you are trying to persuade him, mm-hmm, right? trying to make him see that it's a bad idea or not necessary. Currently, I'm not exhorting him, so yes. I don't know what you have over him, <laughs> except what he's about to reveal himself. So, <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, of course, persuasion, which is a B2. Uh, what's the difficulty? Uh, well, it's an obstacle for straight away to just persuade him that this is not the right course. I only have two. This is true. Mm-hmm. You do, however, have nine persona, and you get to spend nine three of them on any one test. So you could boost that up to five. And perhaps you can fork in a bedside manner or something like that. Soothing platitudes isn't going to work. That's what you were doing. Okay, I could fork that in. So three, and then if I spend... Remember, you're playing a role-play game. It's your job to figure out how to make, make those odd skills work. Yes, yeah, so I've, I've never said that. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, stop that. <laughs> I, okay, if I fork in Soothing Platitudes... I'd only have to use two persona. I, I would recommend that you you use as much as possible if you want to succeed. Um, yeah. All right, I'll use three then. Because you never know what the dice will do. Um, I'll use three more persona, and I will record it. If you succeed, you know he'll hold off. He'll he'll heed your counsel. If you don't, spiel wise, do something stupid. Is spiel wise something Ari can fork in? It would be frightfully generous to let him use. Oh, that. great! That's right. This is the one. This is the one that actually has spe- spiel wise, and then there's no description of the skill. No, it's a wise. I mean, spe- uh, you get oh, it by, by, taking the, by taking the hawker oh, life path. So it's the spiel you you give when you sell something, right? Yeah. Or you can you can be wise to someone giving you bullshit because they want to sell something crappy, right? You, you got three, and you can pop that six. Yeah, I can. I don't think Flate has... Flate. 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 It's gotten that bad. I don't think Slate has any fate points. No, I don't, actually. Is course persuasion open-ended? Oh, right. Yes. It's so open-ended. I can pop it. Reroll the six right away. Huzzah! That is a four. Or oh, well, uh, you, got, you got a six, so you can keep rolling. Oh, right. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try that again. Just for fun. Okay, yeah, there. okay. Uh, you said it was difficulty four, yes? Yes, yes. Okay. So you, you do, in fact, get through to him. Sadly, we don't get interchirurgian fisticuffs this uh, session. <laughs> I'm sure it would have been hilarious. Duel, duel with scalpels, anyway. Yeah, and then you, you guys would have come back to that madness. Um <laughs> Not so, yeah. uh, bone saws. <laughs> you can see him look 
particularly defeated, like <laughs> like Ufko did when he left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the same sort. Maybe there's a better time. I don't know. What were you What were you talking about? You You couldn't do a poultice. It's not. Didn't not I teach you to, to do poultices? God. He quickly switches over to immersing himself in his work. It's a sad dwarf kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Now I now sleep feels terrible though. <laughs> oh, oh my god! This you avoided a train wreck, and now you have to pay for it by pretending to pay attention. <laughs> Even though I already really know how to do this, like one hundred percent. Of course. Now, uh, don't forget to record your three spent persona on course persuasion. Slate turns around just in time to see uh, Ufkill, uh, and uh, he said, yeah, "Get a ring, not 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 get a dwarf." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> ring from him, not bring him. All right, he's snappily now. What are you doing? I, th- I, I nudge him that we should probably stop by your man first. Absolutely. If he's up for it, I'll pour him another draught. Oh, you mean the the scout? It'll sure. Those absolutely. Nerves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which he, he shakily uh, admits and allows and, and drinks. Right? <laughs> Did I name this character? I should name this character. Oh. I'm called a blank. I usually write down the names of the scouts, and I don't think I have one for him. This goes K-U-L-M, Colm. All right, Colm. Colm the Tortured. Colm the what? Tortured. The Tortured. (laughs) (laughs) Whether he wants it to be or not. (laughs) I'm sure they're all very happy to have gone on Phantom's expedition to earn such monikers. (laughs) So, yeah, he uh, accepts it and and nods and thanks you and assures you that he is on the mend. Oh, that's good to hear since we're quite close to our objective. I hate for you to miss out on the excitement. I'm sure I'll be back to to fighting condition soon. Uh, He looks very pale. (laughs) Oh, grab his uh, uh, hand and give him that kind of uh, man hug kind of thing. Ah, you can walk it off. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That was Stoneborn said. (laughs) Slate has finally uh, gone through the the, uh, blistering uh, repudiation for not learning his lessons. Even though he has, but yeah. Because I'm a kind and gracious dwarf, not only will I visit my man, I'll visit everyone who's in the infirmary, so to speak, and, and including uh, Sergeant Scully. <laughs> so, your objective with Scully, what's happening? I'm using my chuffingly uh, good personality and oddly likable nature to improve his morale. And oh. how does this relate to any ring-toting... I have no idea, because Ufkel didn't quite reveal what was going on. But uh, I, I talk with my hands, of course, like any true dwarf does, and that <laughs> does have certain rings on it. And uh, if he doesn't burst into flame, I think we're, we're good here. Oh. <laughs> Give him the pause, pause hand in the right place. I'll pour a beer and hand it to him so that his hand will stop in front of Scully. Where do you get all this beer from? Do, are you carrying around a keg on your own? To yes. from, Have or? you seen his picture? <laughs> <laughs> I got a pony keg. I did not imagine that was your default like <laughs> state of being. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a combination of just trying to be a morale boosting kind of guy, even if my primary skills are command and intimidation. It's like, damn it, get better now. That's an order. <laughs> Heal faster. Uh, Glad to see you're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, of course, he's not terribly happy to see that Ulf Kelly's nearby, but 
he is his usual gracious usual gracious self, which by which I mean <laughs> not, uh, not yes, and uh, you know he's still spitting and fuming and growling and saying that by all rights I should be dead, but uh, I'm cursed to this horrid existence and cursed to stay here because of that fool. Of course. You know, grab my ring finger and... <laughs> <laughs> look look I mean, on the bright side, just... Scully. Your survival skills are legendary. I remember your tales of the Goblin Wars. Like, so I grew up on those things. <laughs> I suppose that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I know how the butter the grown are. <laughs> Grognar. Well, I mean, that, no, that it's means... actually Grognar. It's, 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 it's French, damn it. So uh, I, had, I had someone educate me on that. It, it ah. actually sounds like a groaner. Even. <laughs> yeah, Grognar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. it. Anyway, it sounds like you're trying to sweeten him up more than anything else. And... I'm just being sociable. I don't think I'm going to necessarily succeed, and if I roll dice, I know I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, the ring is on your hand, I presume, and you're holding a oh, beer, yeah. but... And the other hand's not far from the axe. <laughs> and, both hands are, and both hands are rings. You're not noticing any more pronounced bile from his side than you would expect from someone who is in constant pain, having been burned and having a somewhat choleric disposition to begin with? I find that oddly likable. <laughs> he, remind, <laughs> he reminds me of, uh, of some of the dwarves back in the hold. You just could uh, yeah. not make them happy. I look behind Flint's back at Slate and then just shrug and, and you point to his hands and I, they go, what can I do? Now, he mimes <laughs> taking the ring from... Now, he he mimes nice taking the ring and putting it on... Scully needs to make a roll. Perhaps there's something more drastic you could do if you want to test him. Like, put your hand on his chest so it is obvious where the ring is. From everything <laughs> you described and the explosive <laughs> nature of, of the spirit, <laughs> if there would have been anything that would have went, woof, it would have done it by now. All he sees is this bright sparkly thing going back and forth in the air. He doesn't actually see the ring. I don't think it actually needs to be seen. And there's this one big <laughs> honking huge Goddardam right in front of Scully. And if none of that's going to work, I'm going to bid you all fondue. I've got better things to do. But, <laughs> that, but I oh. thought it was important to come by uh, you know. and see the troops and, and give them a good talking to. So, so uh, Flint... So you heard the stories. I mean, were they like the stories you heard from your Goddardam uh, family? <laughs> I guess, John, this is this is you trying to be conspicuous about pointing yes. out every detail. Yes, being impulsive. <laughs> I gotta use that. I gotta use that trait sometime. Spraying gasoline all over, hoping there'll be a fire. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm carrying a torch and spraying gasoline everywhere. Do you have conspicuous? Let's see. Well, it had to be conspicuous then, right? Conspicuous, yes. You want to you want to make it clear that uh, your Gotham family, whose ring you are wearing, and uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to crack open a new skill. So that be a straight will test, then, right? Yes. And the obstacle is going to be three. Um, so six. So, yeah. Oh, right. Yes. Does because, he, because it is. Does he yeah. get bonus dice for two Goddardam rings, a Goddardam dwarf, and a Goddardam axe? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just saying, you know, says, if you're going to be obvious about it. You'll get an advantage die for having you there, right? And so, being there and, and so forth. I'm not going to keep piling on for every little bit. I, I burned all my persona less. I'm not actually, I'm not going to touch my persona because I'm kind of leery of touching it right now. Yeah, and I can't fork anything else. So Is anyone else helping? You know, they, help. they could help. I'll, I'll, throw, I'll help. All right. Oh, yeah. You don't have conspicuous either, do you? I believe I do, actually. Is this where the prince shows up and goes, Ah, Flint, are you ready to go off and find that goddamn crest? Since <laughs> <laughs> you mention it, why not? It would be hilarious. I think you should have Roar with you as well. Oh, that's right. His, his former his boss. I'm going to say, uh, yes, let, let's help away with the uh, conspicuous if you have them. So uh, Slate can help. And if the prince wants to pop up in a timely manner, quote unquote, to help with conspicuous. <laughs> he, he by definition is conspicuous. I could see the way Slate helps us by uh, behind Scully. He says, let me adjust these bandages. Turns his head to face Flint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's something he do. <laughs> so that'd be seven dice. Uh, you'd get one from the prince. You would get uh, one from um, Slate. And one from the Gutterdam. Should I actually add in a skill on top of just standing there? Yeah, if you want to, but it doesn't sound like you really do. I just mentioned it because I actually have a skill <laughs> for conspicuous. Well, do you want to help? I mean, uh, oh, sure, we'll make it a team effort. Why not? <laughs> I, I, I did, we're going to drive this deep into routine territory, but... Ooh, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, I just need a pop, so I'll spend a fate. And the two and... Uh, the obstacle was three, so you don't really uh, need... But I'm opening, though, aren't I, or... Oh, oh right, it's it's six, it's six, you are right. Okay, I'm, yep. oh, I'm forgetting, yes. Oh, oh, look at that. So, what's the result of, you know, us, you know, you know, doing a very obvious pantomime? <laughs> a lot of things happening all at once to point out, yes, there's a god up there, and he has got some treasure. <laughs> so, what happens is, Scully has a little outburst in, in this, uh, we see kind of, what does it matter to me who's where and doing what? Go to leave a, a hurt old dwarf alone, you and then he, you know, falls into the, the usual expletives. Mm. And then he falls into coughing and almost coughing up a lung and that kind of thing. Ah, good scully. You're almost your old self. I'm going to give him some medicine for that. Something to make him sleep? Something to make him stop coughing, at least. He refuses uh. <laughs> your medicine. I'll take no more of that swill. Leave me alone. Uh, I need to force him to take it. <laughs> his nose. Well, well I'm gonna, not, not I'm gonna look back at the other two for help. It's not much of a contest with a, <laughs> a mortally wounded, uh, uh, burned, <laughs> wrapped up dwarf. If you want to force him to take it, you can. But um, okay, I'm gonna force him to take it. He'll fight as best he can, but it's it's futile. Quick, Flint, get a hold of him. <laughs> what? Look at my hands full of beer. <laughs> So Scully falls into this tirade of cursing you all and not respecting your elders and betters and so forth. He's not going to be cursing and tirading for long. That stuff knocks you out. No, no, no it's it's totally between the whole gulping and, and coughing. Well, pass by the prince, prince and say, I said, glad for you to come on by and, and, and help boost the morale of the troops. Oh, of course. Let's uh, leave them to rest now, and uh, we need to get off on our expedition here. Absolutely. I'd like to spend some time to investigate those runes and see if we can come up with a way of getting inside that only a dwarf would know. What do you want about this roar? 
to Flint there. Aren't we going to the Doom Gates and going in by the big way? Okay, I thought the Doom Gates was the back entrance and... Nope, nope. The Doom Gates are the big, famous, sort of lower. Uh, oh, should have figured out a name. Yes. So, so what, what was the name of the other gates, if it had a name? Doesn't have a name, as so far as you are aware. Well, I guess that helps make it more secret, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> because, as far as I'm aware, you haven't really explicitly shared the existence of this uh, side passage, even though he might have gleaned it from his people. There were enough others around there that probably didn't keep their mouth shut. <laughs> well, no, anyway, he was he's the totally under the, he is totally under the impression that you're going in uh, in a grand sort of uh, return to Scoria from the front kind of way. No, but we had, sure. had, the, had the discussion with him that we were going to look for a unexpected way in. And that's exactly what my scouts... Ah! This is what happens when you don't play for a month and a half. <laughs> you get confused and confabulated. So let's roll that back. <laughs> and Roar goes, so um, where are we going? Are we going in the front or are we taking the side entrance? We're going to go explore the side entrance. And have you figured anything out about how to open it yet? We only found it just the other day and we haven't had time to get back there. What with scouts and... Um, Flaming brewers and such. Well, you've had a night. Fair enough. How reasonable. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Come on, Flint. Let's put together a few men and let's go. <laughs> we'll swing, we'll swing, up, swing on by and grab a couple of scouts. Because I'm a particularly oddly likable and torturous individual, we'll definitely want to grab Ty and Froomey. <laughs> All right. They yeah. had the rest. Oh. Uh, my liege, uh, I swear upon, upon upon the nog, I will stay here and not go away anyplace else. I have learned my lesson. Yes, try not to. Speaking of lessons learned, do we want to take one of the healers with us just in case things get dicey? You up for an adventure, Slate? An adventure? Sure. Not doing much around here. Everybody's pretty much snoozing. <laughs> I hear that you're an expert on poultices now. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, oh. then. Assemble your crack team and uh, <laughs> crack team. <laughs> Vertical white to us standing in front of the. Uh... Yeah, let's let's cut to uh, appearing in front of the glowy fantastical door. Hopefully, uh, we have enough brain power to solve this runic puzzle. All right, right, okay, okay, yes, let's do this. Examining runes, uh, looking at the keystone. Like I'm sure I, we established at some point, or I hope, that there's a similarity in the one of the sides of the sort of one half of the keystone with the uh, the mineral deposits that have been changed and, into swirls yes. and lines and curves and all that. In the relief on the the golden hall, we'd seen some pictures that helped show us how this worked. Right. They were, you know, annoyingly vague, though. There's like, you know, a figure walking up to uh, or, or standing next to one of these doors and holding up the keystone and the in the next panel, the, the, the door is open, right? And it works exactly that way. And we walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a remote keyless entry. <laughs> chirp, chirp. <laughs> well, it's, it was, you know, carved in an age when everyone knew what they were for and how you used them. So there was no point in describing how you did it. <laughs> Like you say, you take your car to work, not your petrol-driven combustion engine, so and so forth, conveyance to work. <laughs> Unless you're German, and then you spit that all out in one word. All right, that's true. <laughs> so, so how would you like to go about this? Would you like to try to figure it out with 
I don't know, dwarven doors wise or um Well, it just so happens I I got some stuff wise and some tunnel wise that might help. I I also know something of runes. Yeah, either my dwarven rune script or uh my ancient history. I've been reading about this. All oh, right, 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 right. Okay, let, let's. let's uh, since I'm a little rusty here because I don't quite remember everything, you tried to decipher the runes on the stone itself. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you tried to do that in, in the Golden Hall, and I said you couldn't write. You couldn't quite figure out the meaning and the poetry. It was kind of thick. Yeah. But it was definitely used to open something, which then the 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 relief uh, confirmed. And it still, I mean, says that it should open something. But I, I suppose circumstances have changed enough now that you are in front of the door that you, you could retest, like, RuneScript to s- see what it actually says. I, w- I would totally say yes if, if you know, one of Fandral's, you know, maybe Sigurd is there and he's carrying the, the Dwarven Chronicles. So you have access to, like, a bonus die. <laughs> kind of like King Arthur's Patsy. <laughs> he's bent over with it on his back so I can read it. <laughs> totally, yes. <laughs> Yes. This is becoming less burning beards and more Monty Python. Sometimes. No, no, I, I totally imagine him as like Podrick from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, there are a few ways you could go about it. You could, I, I think you could test ancient history to figure out if there is, say, like a specific poetic meter that you should be aware of, or if there are specific kennings that were used at this time, so you could figure out exactly what the stone says in its poetry. So you could make a linked test with history and then runescript. So uh, people could help with history and then help with runescript and figure out what it means. That's one way of doing it. I'm sure if you look at your sheets, you could find any number of interesting ways, including excavation, if you have it. If you just want to take a... If you just want to take a pick to the wall. Certainly have clan history, got stuff-wise and tunnel-wise, room script, any of those and all of the above (laughs) would apply. I guess I could see clan history as figuring out who used to make doors and what their... Oh, yeah. And and proclivities were. Absolutely. And stories and all kinds of stuff. But probably what's going to happen is I'm just... Checking out the lay of the land and saying, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, on that stone it says point towards door. <laughs> Just generally trying to be helpful. Uh, sure. I think the, the initial like test it should be a history test, right, to help with uh, the runes. What, uh, and in that case, you could totally use clan-wise as, uh, you know, oh, well, these guys used to say this, right? Or, mm-hmm. or they substituted this for that rune because they were crazy or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or this was their house rune. Or that, right? So yeah, it's a, uh, that, that's a B4, so we'll, we'll fork that in, in with the, pr- the princess history check. Help, 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 help. <laughs> helping, mm, helping, not helping. Silly terms. <laughs> so what's our obstacle? Well, I think it's not recent history per se, but I guess since you were all alive, since some of you anyway were alive when these things were still in use, it's not ancient history technically either. Let's make it an obstacle three for figuring out how to properly decipher the runes or the the kennings in the in the on the stone. So you can then fork that into uh, or uh, like link that into rune rune script. So the obstacle is three. Who's helping and who's helping with what and how? Well, Flint is certainly helping with clan history. I'm helping by not being there. Helping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it's directly germane, but uh, Slate does have chronology of kings. 
which I suppose could be useful. Slate also has etiquette he could help with. <laughs> you have to politely open the door. <laughs> well, you know, the way you phrase things. Like, it's just an example. You don't have to help if you don't feel like... Well, the chronology of kings might actually be more meaningful because knowing which king uh, was in power when the, the gate was built might lead to the name or invocation of the king that is used in the keystone. Interesting. I could also I could also suggest obscure text-wise. You have that. Oh, oh. There are three examples of, of things Slate could help with. Okay. I'm just wondering if script might be better than obscure text, but... Um... Well, you're, you're going to do a RuneScript uh, test right after, but for th- this is to figure out, like, phrasings and how, thing, how people went about writing and expressing themselves, especially about the opening and closing of doors. Yeah, that would be obscure text-wise. Cool. Okay, yeah, I'll help. Huzzah! Appropriate skill. (laughs) (laughs) Then, whoever isn't rolling, which in this case is Flint and Slate, you may record an obstacle three test for your, whatever you're helping with, clan history and obscure texts wise. And for Slate, that is a difficult test for obscure texts wise. You just record it, you don't roll anything. Flint, same for you, an obstacle three and that is a difficult test. Etiquette, I can fork in etiquette, he said, because the uh, phrasing. You can fork in etiquette. You have a bonus die from from your uh, chronicles that, that Sigurd, Sigurdbert is graciously holding up for you. <laughs> okay, so I'm at eight, man. Yeah, okay. That's good. Obstacle three. That should give you a decent chance. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Ha-ha! Excellent. What what are the what are some interesting in in short brief form because it's almost time to stop annoyingly. What are some of the interesting implications you learn from from this research? Like all of you can help since since you you helped with your like hmm. obscure texts wise and, and clan history and. I'm not there, but uh, yeah, I, I still I, I can throw in a few. Suggest ideas. something. You're totally free to suggest something. Uh, no, no, no. The 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 pictures are of dwarves. I want to make sure that's... Oh, it's, uh, it's a runic inscription, but I mean, if the runes form a picture, that could be cool, too. I thought, I thought there were pictures of dwarves. Or, or no, oh, just, okay, just, that, that was in the Golden Hall. They had a... Ah. Like, uh, so how obnoxious can I be? Can I go like, oh, wow, so this was called the Goddardam Gate? If you want to. If you want to, you succeeded, all of you, so technically. Yeah. yeah. If you want to be obnoxious, you totally can. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, think, I think my family is mentioned on here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We should figure out what Slate's clan is called as well. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. I I was leaving it up to you to decide, Will, but... I can be be really uh, obnoxious, and you need a special nog. (laughs) (laughs) Why we're glad you didn't help. (laughs) 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 You need the nog of opening. (laughs) You need to drink, otherwise you're not going to be left through. (laughs) (laughs) No, you have to bathe the stone in it, or something like that, you know. (laughs) Imagine the the logistics. (laughs) 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 Just to use a door. (laughs) Well, of course, uh, you know, a dwarven sense of humor, if it's magical enough, says you cannot go through sober. No, no, it's, it's gonna be opposite. You can't go. You can't go through drunk. We're talking dwarves, right? You know, that's just rude. <laughs> <laughs> Why bother having the door? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, what is my family named? Well, we can figure that out. But, uh, you know, yep. so long as there's a, there should be some connection then in, in that case to Gates specifically, your family and Gates to Scoria, which works since your family is originally from Scoria. Yeah. So we my family is originally from so, Scoria. Probably of, of high standing, probably nobles. What are some of the implications you learn that will help you decipher uh, the phrasing, right? <laughs> well, in the obscure text category, we could say that, uh, oh, this is written in uh, high dwarvish. <laughs> it's all in iambic pentameter. <laughs> there you go. High dwarvish. I don't think dwarves consider high to be particularly Low high. dwarvish. So deep. It's deep dwarvish. Deep dwarvish. There you go. It requires deep understanding of the well, culture. Late, late, early, or mid. <laughs> Early. This then is a style of racing that was popular or made popular perhaps by Slate's clan. It's like trying to read Beowulf today. It's in English, sort of, kind of. Yeah, they're putting an extra E on the end of all these words. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) That word doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) Why is it called the Gotterdam Gate, and how is Slate's clan uh, related to to the gate? I think there are inscriptions on uh, various families. This gate is dedicated to the uh, great works of the Gotterdam family, whatever Slate's family is. The uh, ah, it, it, it's the, like it, those signs in the small towns. Well, welcome to the Knights of Columbus, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, well, spo- the sponsors <laughs> of this gate are or like a like a cornerstone on a building. Or all right, cool. Oh yeah, but let, let's let's say that it, it is literally a a list of all of the great clans of Scoria at at the time the gate was founded, and as long as these clans stand, you know, th- this gate will m- remain strong against all foes. Once we have that, then we can figure out, okay, this is the dedication part, and oh, here this looks different. Maybe this is involved with the opening. Awesome, cool. cool. So take take an advantage die to to rune script. It's again going to be an. Obstacle three, uh, and anyone with the rune script can help. Helping dwarven rune totally, script, yeah, I'll help. You you can totally fork in etiquette again. So yeah. again, a- anyone helping with the rune script, uh, obstacle three test record. So if you have a B two, does that does that, that means it's a challenging test? If it's above what you have, it's a challenging. Oh, test. oh. So two helping dice from your friends and your skill plus whatever forks you would like to use, Fandral. You said I could fork in etiquette. Yes. And I got the uh, that bonus die from the link. Yes. Eight again, I guess. Okay. You're a door-opening machine. Ooh. Just yeah, it's three. good that you got a six there. Oh, okay, okay. So you, you have three. Uh, I missed the four. I was like, oh, dear, I should have told you about, like, failure conditions <laughs> before you rolled. <laughs> um, the door explodes. <laughs> no, 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 no. For fun... Let me give you half of the, of what it says, and you can like add little details since you tested. Right. Um, the stone says the door opens for the humblest, no, for the noblest of dwarves. That's what it says. But what else does it say? Is there like a modifier, like in times of strife or in times of plenty, or is is there like um, an order to things? See, dwarves don't go by any calendars, so it can't be anything solar or lunar. We don't really bother with that stuff. Well, you do have surface people who farm. Uh, That's true. Could it be tied to a certain, you know, the solstice, first full moon? 
first full moon after a certain stellar no, solar event. No, uh, I don't care about the sky. yeah, a little too involved maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those with the the knowledge, the will, and the uh, the um, words. <laughs> With, with their axes held high. <laughs> the, uh, with words and will. The, the, right? best, and it, you know, the it, best entrance yeah. of uh, the dwarves or uh, something like that. Well, I mean, with words and will, uh, and maybe it always opens for the noblest dwarf, right? No matter what. Is that cool? Sure. Sure. Is that me or the prince? <laughs> 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 oh, and of course, uh, no, no. No, I take that back. Go ahead. I don't think you gave us anything to take back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I take back my notion of having something to give. Oh. <laughs> ah. the, the noblest of dwarves, who, those who uh, strive for... Oh, right. It's one of those damn inscriptions that have multiple possible <laughs> interpretations. But since uh, you succeeded, since you so succeeded... It's a dwarven it, pride or dwarven arrogance. I can't tell. <laughs> So will and words. I mean, if you have a will to enter and you have the right words, or if you are the noblest dwarf, hmm. that's what it says right away, literally. All right. Well, sir, I think you're uh, the ranking noble dwarf in this vicinity. Yeah. Combs his beard out. So let you win. <laughs> <laughs> and then what do you do? Gets the, the keystone out and looks to match the proper spot where it should be uh, presented, pressed against the wall. Okay, and the words? <laughs> if you have any. By the power invested in me. <laughs> By the power, Grayskull. <laughs> the dwarves were once driven out of Scoria. We now come to reclaim our rightful place. Ooh, and I think there's a, an increase in the intensity of the, the glow from, from these uh, minerals. That's where you get that annoying, like, and title sequence with like a, a silly tune. So you're like, ah, because you wanted to know what's going to happen. Did it open? Did it not open? What's happening? What's about to happen? We definitely have a, a bone, a bone rattling vibration. Yeah, yeah. The sound of concrete blocks being pulled over each other. <laughs> that's going a little too far. Okay. Oh, yeah. We don't know if it opens or not. I think that's an appropriate cliffhanger. Though it is a bit evil, but, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll totally reveal the result, the first thing next time. In fact, I'm going to write that down right away. Next time on Burning Beards. Yes. <laughs> is it the glow of success or dragon's fire? <laughs> All right, cool. Oh, right. Must not forget Art of Fate and Persona stuff. I think we actually had actionable items. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only really messy bit we had was possibly testing Scully. Scully. I think I may, may have been a bit messy or entertaining. Both. I mean, <laughs> it was fun. I think maybe I didn't handle that great. But and I, I enjoyed it, so I consider that a win. <laughs> of course, we didn't. We didn't get a positive nor negative results. Uh, Scully did not burst into into flame, so I'm assuming we had a positive result. Did not burst into flame. He, uh, I mean, okay, the maybe so react things. He reacted. He yeah, got irritated. But that's Scully. <laughs> that is Scully. Yeah, so it's hard to tell. He refused. He refused dwarven medicine. He called you yeah. all liars. Oh no, not liars, but fools. And he blurted about something about cursing you. 
which yeah, again but, could just be scolding. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's not it's not a positive nor a negative result. It's a mm, it's a uh, meh result. Which is why which is why I'm absent. <sighs> Like maybe I should have given you a more definite. Um, no, 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 no. So as he gets better, we we'll, we get more paranoid. <laughs> if he gets better, that's the other thing that could happen. He doesn't get better. Ah, uh, Dolly is the toughest stone. <laughs> what I'm saying is that because it's one of my beliefs, it only gives me a fate, not a uh, persona. Because we did test him, but we didn't get a result. Not bursting in the flame. I still say that's a result. I'll let the GM decide. What's your, what, you know, what's the GM? You know, your belief is to test him, and you didn't test him. Uh, okay. It's just that you don't have a conclusive result. Yeah. So you did test him. You tested uh, conspicuous, and you got you wrangled Flint in there. So I'd say that's a persona. <laughs> if you're still like suspicious, you could still, I mean, revert it to what it said before. Like I'll keep an eye on him to make sure he's not possessed, or or you know, yeah, I'm not convinced he's not possessed, or I'm convinced there's something fishy going on. Or you'll find. Oh, a, yeah. I'll rewrite that. Right. Other than that, I don't think you had a big, huge honking like this is what I'm going to do this day. Impulsive. All right, uh, take. <laughs> and I did, and I did have a beer with me, but it didn't get, did, didn't get me in trouble. So you're right, it didn't yep. get me in trouble. And no one ordered me about, so I couldn't disobey an order. Oh, I'm gonna have to find a way to make you do <laughs> things that need you to be sober. And you know, I made myself sober last. Yes. Yes. Should I have gotten a fate for that, or? Well, it hasn't, it hasn't gotten you into trouble. Precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but okay. uh, it's, it's, it's character it's, building. <laughs> yeah. Let's go over to Flint then, solving Thanos' ghost problem. I give you a fake for that because, you know, you went along with the whole figuring out if there is a problem with Scully or not, right? And you helped. In his open way. Secret versus Scoria. I'd say you figured out how to open the door to Scoria. All right. So let's call that a, a persona. Maybe it's actually open. Maybe it isn't actually open. But you figure out how. <laughs> I can work with that. Any any instincts that uh, no ladies, no tasks undone. Oh crap! I should have had uh, Torer make a snide comment about you sleeping with your axe. Um, <laughs> I do that proudly, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more than more than one dwarf do that out here in the tunnels, though. So. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, same for Fandal. I'd say you certainly found a way into Scoria. Definitely. So that's a, a persona point. Yeah. And in this course, you are working toward helping Flint and Ulfkel do their stuff. So I'd say to fate as well. And toxic combat ex- exorders to be followed. Well, <laughs> well, I have another scene that I wanted to do, but it's, uh, I'll save that for next time. Mm-hmm. Might hit some of, uh, other Fandal's other stuff. And Slate. You certainly guarded Strobo's secrets again. So that yep. is the persona. <laughs> Even <laughs> against his own will. <laughs> well, I'd say you should earn a fate for following your oath to restore your family's honor and place within Scoria Deep in, in the course of helping Fandral and, and um, yeah, getting the door open. Because, you know, wow. getting in there is kind of necessary. Obscure text to the rescue. I have to remember to, like, ding your sixth sense every now and then. And you should remember to, like, let me know that you have sixth sense and, like, hey, shouldn't no, I know? Like, that yeah. sixth sense probably happens when, like, large, mysterious doors open. So <laughs> just saying is... <laughs> And, yeah, I think that's possibly it for strictly belief and so forth, uh, beliefs and instinct stuff. 
I'd, uh, I'd say, okay, maybe <laughs> maybe it was more internalized for us, but I think you all should get a, a embodiments for your various portrayals, and especially for like inventing cool um, story and, and history behind like uh, uh, the keystone and such. Embodiment uh, persona. Oh, Ooh. persona. Yeah, see, that's a problem because I know how this works. <laughs> well, as for most valuable player, uh, I think, or or workhorse, however you phrase it, I, I'm, I'm I, the prince. Just they are different ones. <laughs> yes, I, yeah. I know, but I, I I get the wires crossed on them. Yeah. Well, uh, if you're thinking the one who like drives it to the end of the scenario, like to its conclusion, and shines in the last moments and so forth, that that's MVP. That's the prince. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Thank you. Anyone who like uh, has that specific uh, gear to make a scene go, having that skill to get the others safely through danger, or just helping in general all the time. Any workhorses? All did that today. <laughs> <laughs> That's a coin like, toss. Sling, you sling feel like any- the whole way. I don't know which to pick. Yeah, having the obscure obscure tech tech skill. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's let's go with Slate. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So another so, persona for Slate. Of course, this means we expect <laughs> you to start burning them. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki. <laughs> no mold breaker. Oh, mold breaker? I was considering Flint, but he didn't really have that moment of, ah, oh, should I tell this dwarf or not? It was kind of a, yeah, well, it, I'm going to do what the prince does. It, it was moldy, but not mold breaker. It's more like if you're, if, if you, if you're sort of in between two beliefs or, or a belief or, and a, um, an instinct and you're sort of, you're playing out that turmoil and trouble and, Mm-hmm. That anguish. Uh, when I become the embodiment of the Goddamn clan and I behead you all bastards, <laughs> then I can get mold breaker. <laughs> mm. I've been having some weird dreams. <laughs> Maybe we were testing yeah, the you... wrong dwarf for possession. <laughs> now, Flint, just a hit. Maybe you should be a little more aggressive and play that trait in the future because uh, now that you failed to placate the ghost, right? Uh, yeah. He, he wants your help now or... Bad things are going to happen. He's going to curse you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that whole task undone thing has been gnawing at him, but uh, it, it hasn't been enough to uh, drive him uh, out of the company to, to seek resolution. Hey, you have a wonderful like combination of, of, of art-generating uh, traits. You have dutiful and aggressive. Oh, and your, of course, bits, like um, your, your, your um, instincts yeah. to, to fulfill your, your um, obligations and, and uh, stuff. So I try. I try. You really should have more scenes where you're like, oh, should I go with a prince or oh, should I? <laughs> but, you know, sometimes loyalty is its own reward. I sure <laughs> hope. <laughs> hey, you better make up your mind. <laughs> Possibly next yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. This is the gate of the gutter dams. Well, right? Yeah, but it, it's also you know, the, the gate of three or four other major clans as well. So The first You're name such... that came up was Gotterdam, so maybe yours is the most prestigious <laughs> of the ones that were written down. And maybe it's the wrong noble dwarf putting the keystone up right now. Or that. We'll, fi- we'll find out when the large <laughs> bolt of electricity flies through the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got the I got the noble beard. We're fine. <laughs> oh, y'all take care. Yep. You too. Right. See you next Bye. week. Bye bye. Beard world. <laughs> <laughs> so you should put down dates and times as well. Oh geez, okay. Um, 
February 1st. Spent three persona. <laughs> yeah. Joking. At a light lunch. Oh, joking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Did not mean for you to put down times when you spent. <laughs> not the red button. Not the red button. It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.